Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, a big step forward for renewable energy in Ohio as the state Supreme Court greenlights an offshore wind farm in Lake Erie. In a 6-1 decision earlier this month, the court ruled that the state permit for the very first freshwater offshore wind facility in North America was appropriately granted. We first started talking about the Lake Erie Energy Development Corporation's Icebreaker Wind Project back in 2018 with their president and CEO, Dave Karpinski. Here's a clip from that interview. We'll consist of six wind turbines that will be sited in a line that starts about eight miles off of the shore of Cleveland, like right on downtown Cleveland. It will produce enough power from wind energy on the lake to power about 7,000 homes when it's operational. And the whole purpose of this demonstration project is to really prove out and demonstrate various aspects of offshore wind development in Lake Erie that then would enable a potential future expansion to create an industry that would create jobs for people in the region and scalable sources of clean and renewable energy. And he explains why they decided to put it there. So if you look at a wind energy wind resource map, you'll see that Ohio doesn't have very great wind on land. We have a little bit in the northwest part of the state. But really, the wind resource in the northeast part of the state is very low. So it wouldn't make any sense to try to put it there now. If you couple that with looking around at the land masses in northeast Ohio, we don't have vast open areas of land like you do in northwest Ohio with farms to put them on. But then when you contrast that with the resource over the lake, the amount of space out in the lake that's very far offshore out of everyone's view shed, you have a tremendously strong wind resource on the lake when you, as compared to on land. But it's more than just a win for Karpinski and his company, Leadco. It's also a win for Ohioans who support renewable energy. We talked to Green Energy Ohio Executive Director Jane Harf. Absolutely. We are in favor of this. Uh, we have supported wind in Lake Erie from the very earliest days. In fact, Green Energy Ohio was part of um, a, a group that did some testing um, many years ago to see if, in fact, it would be a viable site for wind turbines. And all these many years later, this project is moving forward, and it will be the first freshwater wind system in North America. It is a pilot project, and it has received approvals from government agencies at the federal and state level, not just the Ohio Power Siting Board, but it had to go through the approval process in many other levels. And, um, and we think it's a very, exciting, um, a very exciting initiative. We need to have more renewable energy in this state and in this country. And offshore wind has been proven to be very successful in other countries around the world. If this does go forward, are you looking at it then as the possibility of starting something new and exciting for the whole state, something that could be replicated elsewhere in the state or around the country even? Well, I think certainly the Great Lakes are uh, a tremendous resource to the Midwest region for both environmental and economic reasons. 
And if other states or Canadian provinces wanted to replicate this kind of project, I think that it would be great. There are obviously differences. Lake Erie is unique in that it is the shallowest of the Great Lakes. Um, there would be more uh, or different, perhaps, issues in other locations throughout the Great Lakes system. But um, I definitely think that this is something that needs to be pursued. There are offshore wind projects in the Gulf of Maine. There are offshore wind projects through, uh, across, really, being planned across the East Coast, uh, which is a very different situation scenario because it is in the ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean, instead of in a Great Lake. So I think all of those technologies need to be pursued. And I'm very proud that Ohio is on the cutting edge of this one. And she tells us that even though renewable energy initiatives don't get a whole lot of support in the Ohio legislature, local communities around the state are very interested and very actively involved. Communities like Toledo are passing resolutions because they see the savings that can take place. And they also see on the horizon the costs of not taking action. There was a report recently that was put forward by the Clean Future Organization about what the costs will be to municipalities going forward with climate impacts if they don't take actions. And this is true for companies, corporations. The bottom line is also a very strong incentive to moving toward clean energy. And I think it's that combination of factors. Public health is another important factor in clean energy. The pollution from fossil fuel generation has for years contributed to public health issues primarily, asthma and other respiratory and cardiac-related issues. And so people come to this position from different angles, different perspectives, but they all arrive at the same place, and that place is the need to continue to expand clean energy. I see. So if people were interested in finding out more about the issue and what they could do, not only, let's say, on an individual basis, like at their house, putting in energy efficient windows and doors and mm -hmm. solar panels. But if they wanted to find out what they could do, maybe on a more collective or community level as well, uh, can you make some suggestions as to how they can get more active and who they should contact? Sure. Of course, uh, the first thing I will say is that they should uh, join Green Energy Ohio and become a part of our community because we are pursuing these, these solutions, policies, processes, technology in so many different areas. And there are also local community groups like the Wayne County Sustainable Energy Network. They are local. They care about what's happening in the local community. So statewide groups like Green Energy Ohio, local groups, that are working with their friends and neighbors and their elected officials. I think if you go online and you look for clean energy solutions, I'm sure that your listeners will find many options. And one final question for homeowners out there that would like to do something 
responsible and cut their own energy costs. Do you know of inexpensive and affordable ways or resources that people can tap into so that they can actually afford to get involved in this kind of activity? Sure. And I think that's a very legitimate question. Some of these technologies are expensive. They require some upfront capital investment, and sometimes the payback is over a number of years, and we can't all do that. And there are people for whom their location isn't conducive, for instance, to solar panels. There are solar co-ops throughout the state that Solar United Neighbors helped to form, and those are very useful and very successful. There is a bill in the legislature right now to allow for community solar projects which is another approach. In that approach, you wouldn't need to have the system on your house, but you would be part of a communal ownership of a solar array. So I think there are ways, there is funding available through PACE programs, not so much for residential in Ohio, but certainly at the commercial level. And we can never forget that the biggest companies are committed to this, Many of our large commercial outlets, the big box stores are all engaged. So it comes in waves. And what can happen at the local level is probably the most important right now. And I would encourage people to investigate what options are available in their area. That was Green Energy Ohio Executive Director Jane Harf. For more information, go to greenenergyohio.org. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.